Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience, where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. We are one church in four locations. You can visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. I am your co-host, Brother William Doby. This podcast has been recorded on August the 29th, 2021, and bringing forth the Word of God is Elder Joseph Lee Taylor Jr. We are living in a time where humanism is at an all-time high. People want to go off of their own ambitions and desires rather than accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and being led by His Spirit. I want to read John chapter 3, verse 18 of the King James Version, and it reads, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Those of us that are in the body of Christ, we are all ministers of reconciliation. Our job is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the world. We want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. We love you and God bless you. Thank you. When I'm hurt, when I can't make heads or tails of my day, I need God to keep me. Hallelujah. How many of you know the old saints used to say he's a keeper if you want to be kept? But I have found him to be a keeper even when I didn't want to be kept. He still kept me. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, 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 we, we beseech you to be with us on this morning, God. We thank you for all that you've done for us. For more than 2,000 years ago, you came in the flesh, in the person of Jesus Christ, to suffer, bleed, and die for our sins, God, so that we might be saved, God. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you for saving us, God, and giving us an opportunity to be in relationship and fellowship with you God and so God we're here this morning not out of habit or not out of some sort of of, of, of religious duty but we're here because we want to be here we're here God because we desire to hear a word from you God and God I pray Lord that the ears be unstopped of those in their spirits that need to hear what thus saith the Lord on this morning God I'm believing you in here this morning that your healing virtue will fall in this place I'm believing you God that the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost will fall among us in this place God and for those that need a healing this morning God the Bible says that you sent your word and you healed them in the name of Jesus God so I'm asking you God that as the word goes forth to heal hearts heal minds heal souls heal bodies God God this word this morning is for broken families this word this morning God is for marriages that are falling apart this word this morning is for folk that want their children to be saved this word this morning is for family members that are losing their loved ones to backsliding this word this morning is for the strength of this church God this word this prayer this morning God is for the intercession of this service God let me intercede as I preach God and as I bring forth the word on this morning God stir up someone's heart and soul and mind to do a work for you oh God in the name of Jesus Lord I pray that I minister to someone's heart and their need on this morning and let them leave here saying that it was worth the trip and that they were glad that they came. And we thank you for it and we love you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of you are glad to be here this morning? How many of you are glad? I'm glad to be here. I thank God for the word. 
Y'all, I'm glad to be saved. Woo, Jesus. Y'all, it's so good to be saved. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Lord, I'm just overwhelmed by the love of God right now. I just, I'm so glad to be saved, y'all. Oh, I could have been anything else. I could have been lost and on my way to hell. But the Lord saved me. I'm so glad to be saved, y'all. I'm just It's just so good to be saved. Can we just take, I know, I'm going to read the scripture. But we just, can we just take a couple seconds, a few minutes, just to thank God for salvation, just to thank God for being saved, wherever you are. If you know that you're saved, if you're watching this on the stream, if you're at home or in your car, just do it. Just, just take a couple minutes just to thank God for being saved. Just to thank God. I just thank you for being saved, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I feel your presence in here, God. And I'm overwhelmed by your love, Jesus, because I'm so glad to be saved, God. Time and time again, you've opened so many doors for your people, God. Hallelujah. I hear in my spirit right now. It's time for us to walk through doors that he opened for us. He opened doors for some of us last year, but because of fear, we did not walk into it. It's time for us to walk in these doors that he's opening for us. We can't blame it on this one leaving and that one going and this one staying and this one coming. God said, what door did he open for you? What strength did he give you? What joy did he give you? What peace did he give you? What did he do for you? What are you going to do with what he gave you? And I'm just glad to be saved this morning. I might not get nothing else, but I'm saved. Oh, everybody that loves me might walk away, but I'm saved. Y'all not my say. Oh, don't play your salvation cheap. Don't play what God has done in your life. Don't play it cheap. Don't play it cheap. This is an intense thing that he did. Deacon Evans, Jesus wasn't playing games on Calvary. That was serious business. He was trying to save you. Yeah, I just felt that in my spirit. You know what? God, I'm so glad I'm saved. Woo. Hmm. God, I'm saved. I'm saved. Everybody just open your mouth and say to say, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. And I want you to just say it until you feel it. I'm saved. I'm saved. Do you feel it, Deacon Dobie? I'm saved. I'm saved. I am saved. He saved me. Do you know what kind of hell you were headed to? Do you know why you're not going now? He saved you. Who saved you? Nobody but Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 16 and verse 16. Luke chapter 16 and verse 16. Aya mansato ramamandaya ababa. Y'all, I feel him in here. I feel the love of the Lord. I feel the love of Jesus in this place. I feel him in here. I know he's here. I know he's here. And at this moment right now, whatever it is that you need of God, I'm believing God. I'm believing you with God for it right now. 
I'm believing them right now, God, whatever it is they need, God. I'm believing with them right now, God. You said when we when we stand, when, when we ask for it, we stand believing we, we, we will have what we ask for. If we believe it, we can have it. If we believe it, we can have it. If you need it, you can have it. Hallelujah. Luke 16 and 16, the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it. Somebody say press. Somebody say press. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. It says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press. Somebody say I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This morning, I want to encourage us on the order of perseverance. And I want to use the thought, the strength to try again. The strength to try again. Somebody just 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 took yourself and said, I got to try again. I got I got to try this again. I, I can't give up. I got, I got to try this again. I got I got to try. Ah, I got to try again. I got to try again. I got to try this again. And God's going to put a press in you this morning. That's going to enable you to try one more time. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. I, I am. I am convinced. I am convinced that that the adversary uh, uh, has a, the, the spirit of the Antichrist in the earth. Now, the actual Antichrist is, is not released yet because we are not in that period of time in Bible prophecy. Uh, the Antichrist will be released upon this earth uh, during the tribulation period. Um, but we won't be here for the church will be raptured. Anybody looking, to, looking forward to that great day when the Lord gets us out of this world? Amen. And gets us out of the way of the day of the great tribulation, the day of Jacob's trouble. And, and I, I, but when you read in the book of Daniel, it talks about that, that antichrist spirit. And one thing that he wants to do, the Bible says, is that he's going to go forth to wear out the saints. He wants to wear out the saints. But the Bible also tells us that the spirit of the antichrist is at work in the earth now. His spirit is at work now in the children of disobedience. His spirit is at work her mystery of iniquity and all this spirit is at work right now. And, and, and he is going out of his way to wear out the saints. I, I, I believe that there are two situations prominently where he will bother us. And, it, and, and these are situations that you're going to have to press your way out of. I, I, one situation is uh, pressing your way when things are falling apart. We, we all know how to press our way. We all know the importance of pressing our way when things are falling apart. If you don't get a press in you, you're going to be messed up real quick. But we forget that the pressing does not stop in the other situation when things are going well. When things are going well, I believe that it's easier to lose your press in the days of peacetime because things can be going so well for you in your life, seemingly so, that you forget that there is a kingdom of darkness at work behind the scenes. And in every war, there's what we call peacetime. And just because there is peacetime, that does not mean that the war is over. That simply means that another battle any day now is getting ready 
to ensue. And it is incumbent upon us that we are always on guard and that we are always ready to fight. No wonder, no wonder Paul said unto the church at Ephesus, he said, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. You want to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. The devil is always plotting and scheming on how he can get to us. And he knows that it is in peacetime is where the saints will grow at ease in Zion. And so when we find ourselves in that situation, the adversary is going to use your comfort to make you lazy. He's going to use your comfort to withdraw the desire to fight out of you. Uh, you need someone to keep you accountable and, and to be held accountable to in those moments. If you ever worked out with someone at the gym, there are some folk that just won't work out by themselves. But when you are there with them, they'll hit the weights because they need someone to hold them accountable. And the and the one way the adversary in peacetime robs us of being accountable to someone is to put us at odds with one another in the church. Because he understands that as long as Sister Zimmerman is in my ear saying, go on, Elder Taylor, keep on, Elder Taylor, you can do it, Elder Taylor, you're going to make it, Elder Taylor. I'm going to, even in peacetime, I'm going to keep on pressing and keep on going. But the moment he puts me at odds with her, I transition out of peacetime back into battle. And so now and I and then when I'm in that battle, I forget that I wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world and in spiritual wickedness in high places. It is the adversary's job to pull me out of peacetime to go into war against my brother and and my sister so that I might so that I might abandon my press but I can never let the adversary get such an advantage over me the Bible says lest Satan should get an advantage over us for we are not ignorant of his devices and so if we are ever going to be at war Deacon Evans we must always declare war on the kingdom of the adversary my brother is not my opponent my sister is not my opponent when you look at that word in Hebrew excuse me Ephesians chapter 6 where it says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood that word wrestle it means in its original definition what it means is two opponents are at each other and the only way you will be declared victorious is to throw the other opponent to the ground and have your hand around his neck you see that's what the adversary wants to do with you he does not just want want you down on the ground but he wants to choke you out he wants the life taken out of you he wants the joy removed from you no wonder Jesus called him out for exactly what his modus operandi is for the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy can I help somebody out in here who is under the sound of my voice the devil wants you dead but before he kills us he wants us to kill each other before the devil takes us out he 
wants me to take Deacon Evans out. He wants Deacon Evans to take Deacon Zimmerman out. He wants Deacon Dobie to take Sister Mary out because he wants us at each other's throat because as long as we hate each other, we'll never press against his kingdom. Am I making sense in here this morning? As long as I can't stand you, I will never identify the adversary. It is that every time you speak against your brother or your sister, you are letting the devil know that you have no idea of who your opponent is. And the devil is standing back laughing saying, look at them ignorant tongue talkers. Look at them ignorant baptized in Jesus name folk. Look at them crazy apostolics. If I step back for about five minutes, they're going to kill each other. All I got to do is start a rumor. All I got to do is start a lie. All I got to do is not let them not let them call her to sing. All I got to do is not acknowledge her him or her on the program and they will be at odds with each other and begin to hate each other and I won't even have to fight them anymore. They'll forget about me and start devouring one another. That is the trick of the adversary. He wants to pull you out of peacetime and make you abandon your press against him. And so, but now also in wartime and in times of battle, he also wants us to to, to uh, to develop a mind frame to suggest that we have absolutely God has no right to put us through anything. That's what the devil wants us to believe that because I'm I'm over on the Lord's side now and everything's all right and I should never have to go through anything. But do you know that when God saved you, He put you on His threshing floor and there are some things in you that He's got to get up out of you and the only way He's going to get it up out of you is one conflict at a time one dangerous situation at a time one hurt one heartache at a time and the only reason you are going through it because before the very foundation of the world God determined that you were strong enough to handle it and it did not come to kill you it did not come to destroy you but it came to put a press in you hallelujah somebody look 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 to your neighbor and say he's putting a press in you he's putting a press in you he's putting a press in you i remember first corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 says there has no temptation taken you but such as is common to man but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able didn't you hear me just say that you are able you can handle it the pain does not have to make you backslide the hurt does not have to pull you out of the church nothing you're going through has to cause you to abandon your press in God once you get to the place where you can fortify yourself and stand fast like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water you will be able to stand against the storm of your life but what you must remember that every time you feel like you can't handle it say God gave it to me because he knew that I could God committed me to this before the very foundation of the world and I want to remind you in here that there is nothing that God has committed you 
you to that you can dodge. You cannot get out of it. You cannot get out of it. The only way you're going to be strong enough to fight the adversary is if you let God work you out a little bit. Yeah. God's got to put you in his gym and put some muscles on you. God wants to beef you up a little bit. Hallelujah. He ain't going to spoil you and just throw victories at you all the time. He wants to develop your relationship with him. He wants to develop some strength in you. He wants to put some faith up in you. And the how would the woman with the issue of blood would not have known that God could have healed her without her issue. The man who had the withered hand would not have known that God was a healer had his hand not been withered. Hallelujah. Blind Zacchaeus would not have known that his eyes could have been opened had he not been blind. The man who sat at the gate called beautiful begging for alms would not have known that Jesus could cause him to take up his bed and walk had not he been lame. Don't you despise where you are. Don't you despise what you're going through but you've got to beat your chest a little bit and tell the devil I see you and I'm able. I hear you but I'm able. I see you and I'm able. I know what you're doing. I'm not ignorant of your devices. I, I fasted too much for you to fool me. I, I prayed too much for you to fool me. Ah, hallelujah. Don't you don't you relish and get so excited over the fact when you see things that used to make you miserable, but all of a sudden now they don't even bother you no more. You could pat yourself on the back and say, I'm over that now. God done that. I'm stronger than that now. That strength standing up in you. God gave it to you because you were able to go through it. But he says, but God will with the temptation also make a way of escape. Watch this, that you may be able to bear it. There are some things in your walk with God that you are just going to have to bear. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. You can't change God's plan. You just going to have to go on through it because God is developing a press in you and the press that he's putting in you is not just for you Deacon Dobie but it's for your brother and your sister I, I went through something for about four years God committed me to a period of personal growth saints God had to deliver me from a nasty attitude God had to deliver me from sensitivity God had to deliver me from being an angry person just angry and sensitive and, and bad attitude and when I wasn't sensitive I was having a bad attitude and when I wasn't having a bad attitude I was being sensitive and when I wasn't having a bad attitude and being sensitive I was being angry it seemed like the adversary had a stranglehold on my emotions and God had to put me down through there for three and a half four years just to humble me to get that mess up out of me and every time God put me in a position where I was treated by people the way I treated other people and I told the Lord I don't have to take this and the Holy Ghost said you'll take it as long as I tell you to take it they'll talk about you as long as I let them you'll sit there you go home and cry and suck it up but you're gonna sit right there and I don't care how much it hurts you but if you if you love me son you'll let me make you if you trust me son you'll let me grow you if you had if you if you had if you hallelujah if you know what I've got to say and you admonish and, and desire to be what I have called you to be you're gonna sit right there and take it you didn't die when you lost a job that's the devil lying to you you didn't die when your husband left you when your wife left you that wasn't the end of the world let set your affections on things above get your mind on Jesus ain't nothing came in your life to kill you and we know that all things 
things work together for them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. God is my refuge and my strength, a fortress and a very present help in the time of trouble. God's going to be right there. You ain't dying. Stop lying. Stop listening to the devil. You getting a press in you. Somebody shout press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get it. You get it. Yeah, God's putting the press in you. That's what God wants you to do for the next level of your life, for the next dimension of grace that is on your life. You can't press like you pressed last year. You can't, you can't, you can't even pray like you prayed last year for what the assault that's getting ready to come on your life. Now I lay me down to sleep, ain't gonna cut it. Uh huh. You're gonna have to pray a little harder now. All those little cute fasts you did from from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock that ain't gonna cut it no more you got to get a press up in you uh, it's time to get out of Psalms and get on over there it's time to get out Psalms 23 and go and dig in some deep water dive in some deep waters because what God is getting ready to commit you to that little cute stuff you did last year ain't gonna cut it no more he wants to grow you from grace to grace but the beautiful thing about it is when he's developing a press in you is that the Bible says that he giveth more grace hallelujah everywhere God has called you to go Deacon Evans after you press he's going to give you the grace to press your way on through and the beautiful thing about it is I have found out that he's been right there all along you see when you are developing a press in your heart and in your spirit it is the devil's job to try to get you to feel like God has abandoned you can I tell you something if God had abandoned you you would have been dead if God had abandoned you you would have been lost your mind if God had abandoned you you would have been backslid how you think you've been making it all this time he said no I'm with you always yeah 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 ah you better stand up and be glad that God never left you God stood by you the entire time Deacon Dobie how are you going to do it if he didn't stand by you sister sister Zimmerman how are you going to do it if he wasn't right there some of us have gone through some things that people called us to check on us to see if we had lost our mind yet because they knew that you were supposed to go crazy but God stabilized you God strengthened you God fortified you God put a backbone in you and you stood up one day and declared the Lord God giveth and the Lord God taketh away but still blessed be the name of the Lord Lord I praise you oh praise the name of our God thank you Jesus Christ and now 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 God is putting a press in you he's going to teach you how to press like you never pressed before sister Mary he's going to teach you how to press are you ready for him to show you how to do this thing are you ready to press your way out of this this 20 year problem that you had are you ready to press your way out of your sickness are you ready because on the other side of your pressing God's got new grace and new favor for you but you can't run from what you're going through right now mm -hmm. and so what goes on here now is Luke declares that the law and the prophets were until John and until that moment the kingdom of God is preached but now that the kingdom has arrived you don't roll your way into it you don't skip your way into it you don't jump your way into it he said but every man press it into it how many of you know that our way is a pressing way hallelujah this way ain't for 
the jelly bags. This way ain't for the faint of heart. You know, I found out in being an elder in God, an ordained elder in God's church, that there are sometimes I've got to press my way to sleep. I've got to press my way to church. I got to press my way out the bed sometimes. But I have found out that every step I took for Jesus was worth every one. I don't regret doing anything that I've done for the Lord. And so Paul goes on here in Philippians to tell us that he gets in the third chapter and he begins to go down his pedigree. He says, now that I've pressed my way into the kingdom, I've got God's got to press some stuff up out of me. Hallelujah. He says that I was born of the right tribe. I'm of the tribe of Benjamin, circumcised on the eighth day. I was born of the aristocratic tribe and he's given his pedigree now. He said, I was circumcised the way the law said. He said, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinketh that he had whereof, he might trust in the flesh, I more. Paul said if there's anybody that has a right to boast about himself and his accomplishments, he said, I do. He said, I was circumcised on the eighth day. I was the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, watch this, he said, I counted it all loss for Christ. How many of you are ready to say to the Lord that God, whatever stands in my way of getting closer to you, God, you can have it. I want you to press this stuff up out of me. When God saved you, the Bible says that he chose us out of the furnace of affliction. God put you in the furnace of affliction to burn all the impurities and get them up out of you. And Job said it this way, for the Lord knows the way that I should take. And after he has tried me, I'll come forth as gold. And now that Paul says God has gotten rid of all this stuff out of me, I've also gone through some trials and some tribulations. I've gone through some difficult days, but I did not give up. I had another press in me, and God gave me the strength to press one more time. I wonder now, where did he get the strength to press? Paul said this. He said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. It is through the sufferings of Jesus Christ that Paul got the strength mm -hmm, and learned of the strength to press on. Anybody ever read about the sufferings that Jesus went through? He still kept on going. Ah, he, he was flogged in the middle of the night, but he kept on pressing. Mm -hmm. He was beaten to the flesh that was hanging from his bones, but Jesus kept on pressing. He, 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 he was taken from judgment hall to judgment hall, but Jesus kept on pressing. They put a crown of thorns upon his head, but Jesus kept on pressing. They pulled his beard out of his face, but Jesus kept on pressing. They, they lied on him, but Jesus kept on pressing. They tried to kill him several times, but Jesus kept on pressing. After they whipped him all night long, they tied the cross beam across his back and made him carry it on up the Golgotha's hill. And he was so weak that he needed assistance from an Ethiopian man. He could have given up right then, but Jesus kept on pressing. Is there anybody in here that is glad that Jesus found the strength to press on a little bit longer? And I know here that God is using you now to remind you of the strength that Jesus gave you on his day headed toward the cross. No matter what came in his way, no matter what he found himself faced with, he said, I've got to keep on 
pressing. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despising the shame. I'm so glad that Jesus endured for my sake. He endured so Deacon Evans could be saved. He endured so that Sister Evans could be saved. I'm so glad that Jesus said, if I quit right now, they're all going to die and go to hell. And I want to make it very clear right now that it was not the nails and the rope that held Jesus to the cross, but love kept him there all night long. He hung from the sixth to the ninth hour because he loved you. And Paul said, that's how I want to know him. I want to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. God, in everything that I go through, bring me closer to you, Jesus. Why am I going through if it ain't going to get me no closer to Jesus? Why am I losing friends if it ain't going to get me no closer to Jesus? Why is my body ailing if it ain't going to get me no closer to Jesus? Can I encourage somebody in here? Everything that you're going through, it puts you a little closer in his sight. You're in his eyesight now. Jesus can see you. He sees you when you cry. He sees you when you hurt. And he says, I'm giving you the strength to press one more time. If you hold on just a little while longer, God said, I'm going to come and my reward is with me. I'm reminded in 2 Kings chapter 7, there were four leprous men that sat outside of the camp. And because they had leprosy, they were not allowed to come in among the people. They were declared to be unclean. And God's people had been encamped by the Syrian army that had set up base in God's land. And the lepers said to themselves, why sit we here and die? And they said, if we go into the city, the Syrians are going to kill us. And if we stay out here, we're going to starve to death. He said, we might as well get up and go on in and see what happens. Has anyone ever been there that you've reached the end of your own strength? You don't even know what to make of your situation. And finally, God started putting a press inside of you. And you said, you know what? I don't have to die like this. I don't have to stay here like this. If I make up my mind to press on into the city where the blessings are, if I press on into the city where Jesus is, if I press on into the city where my hope is, if I press on into the city where my healing is, I know that God's got a way made on the other side of my pressing. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of our God. Lord, I thank you. And so the lepers begin to run into the city and God calls the noise of the sound of our army of chariots to get in the ears of the Syrians and they got scared and ran and God cleared out the whole camp for the leprous folks to go in and get the spoils of the city. Why? Because they decided to press. I want to encourage the saints here this morning. I know you feel like giving up but press one more time. I know you want to quit but press one more time. I know the devil has told you why you keep on going down there. Why you keep on fasting. Why you keep on praying. You need to tell the devil that I can do all 
things through Christ that strengthens me. I got one more press in me. You got one more fast in you. I know it's in there. You got one more hallelujah in you. You got one more thank you Jesus in you. Don't quit. Don't quit. Go back one more time. Strike the ground one more time. Hit the plow one more time. Sing that song one more time. Lay hands one more time. Shout hallelujah one more time. Go out and witness one more time. It's time to get a press in you. It's time to get a press in you. I know that Jesus is going to give you the strength to do it. Hold on. Your help is on the way. Hold on. Jesus is coming. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Press. And God's going to help you. Press. And God will heal your family. Press. And God will save you. Press. And he'll bring back that backslider. Touch yourself and say, I've got to press one more time. Lord I praise you you've got the strength to do it you've got the strength to do it God sending strength to you Deacon Zimmerman he's putting strength in you one more time you got strength for the journey Jesus kept on pressing he pressed his way onto the cross until he hung his head into the locks of his shoulders after he gave up the ghost and said father into your hands I commend my spirit and then he kept on pressing until he ascended into the heavens to make an atonement of our sins and poured out the blood on the mercy seat in heaven and he got up three days later and said all power in heaven and earth is in my hand and he kept on pressing until he told his disciples to go to Jerusalem and tarry there until you be endued with power from on high and when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were all together with one place with one accord and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind look at the Holy Ghost pressing his way into the upper room because that's what God said they needed and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues do you remember the day that the Holy Ghost pressed his way about you and began to speak with other tongues do you remember the day hallelujah and then they pressed their way to the pool having their sins washed away and now your goal now your objective is by any means necessary to keep oppressing your spirit to keep oppressing your heart say I've got to press hallelujah yes yes you got one more in you the devil wants you to believe that this is the end the devil wants you to believe that this is the end you're too close to give up you're just about to strike oil you're just about to hit you're just about to get it go back one more time that fast that you cut short go back and do it again you ever started the fasting and quit early go back and one more time try it again God said you ain't done God said you owe him two three more days God said you owe him the moment you go back and fix that yeah I'm coming for you I'm still waiting for you he said thus say if the Lord he he says he said thus say if the Lord in Isaiah 58 and 3 he said it's not this the fast that I have chosen that's out the book thus say if the Lord 
is not this the fast that I have chosen? To what? Undo heavy burdens? To break every yoke and to set the captives free? Your freedom is right on the other side of you pressing through your fast. Don't give up. You've got the strength to press. You've got it. How many of y'all believe that? You've got the strength to press. You want to see these seats full with saints for the Lord? Press them in here. Press them in here. How are you going to do that? It's time to engage in spiritual warfare. It's time to war in the spirit and pray in the spirit. Y'all, I'm, ex I'm excited about you. Bear with me. I'm excited about Jesus. I'm so excited about Jesus. The adversary has been fighting me all week. Because you know, once you get today, if you got a sinus issue, you can't even tell nobody. Because everybody think you got the booger. And I'm good. We're good to go. But the devil been trying to fight me. And you know what I have found out? A lot of the stuff that he's trying to, it's just a mind game. It don't even be, it don't even be where you go to the doctor. The doctor like, ain't nothing wrong with you. But I just, he's like, he, Mr. Taylor's all in your head. I said, what you say? The devil, I want to expose, before every, now whenever I preach before I sit down, I want to expose the devil. The devil is not as smart as some of us make him out to be. He ain't stupid. I want to be very clear. But sometimes we make him seem like he's smart as God. We wake up with the devil been riding me all week and Satan just done, that's right, preach it, honey. Talk good, baby. Well, what about what God has done for you? People get up and testify about this happened and that happened. The devil did this. I'm still waiting for the main line. I'm waiting for you to say, but God. That's what I'm waiting to hear. The devil, what he is, is a master manipulator of the mind. That's what he is. He wants to play with your mind. You better press your way through them mind games. You better press your way through it. You better get the mind of Christ. You got to press your way out of this stuff. God is not going to remove you from every problem. He's not. He's just not. You want your faith to grow, don't you? You want to be a devil butt kicker, don't you? Amen. That's what you want, right? Then how, how, how hard are you willing to press? If you, can, if you can say that you've pressed as hard as you've ever pressed in your life and you don't feel it, you ain't got no more pressing it to by all means. Sit in your rapture rocking chair and wait for the Lord to come back. But if you know good and well that you got one more left in you, oh, come on. Give it to God. Give it to God and go for it. Amen. Let's stand up and have a word of prayer.